For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the Pro Football Chase Podcast. It's Isaac Signs coming to you live, and on the phone for an interview today is Chiefs defensive tackle Derek Nadi. Nadi was selected in the third round of the 2018 NFL Draft. He appeared in all 16 regular season games for Kansas City, including 11 starts and recorded 35 total tackles. So first things first, Derek, thanks again for taking the time to join me. And how are you doing today? It's a pleasure being here. I'm doing pretty well, man. Just a little snow down here, here in Kansas City. I'm seeing those frigid temperatures over there, so I hope you're staying warm in Kansas City. First things first, Derek, we know that it's the 2019 draft season. The process is underway, and so I wanted to ask you about your draft day experience last year. I hear from several NFL players that it is a stressful period of time. Can you talk a little bit about how you handled the process? Well, with me, I knew I wasn't, to be real myself, I knew I wasn't going in the first round. So, first day, I kind of took it very calmly, just watching, see a lot of my, my friends getting drafted, room for them. So, when we got to the third round, that's when I got a little, no worry, because I knew that was when I was going to be, that was the time I was going to get called. I just didn't know which team was going to call me. So, the whole day, like, when all my family and friends are in the house, I walked around with a towel on my shoulder just trying to wipe off the stress with Sean. She was waiting for the call. She threw all of me back, just anxious to get a phone call. 
And by the time it actually came, I got long. I got a phone call. It, I made sure everything was dead quiet. I was just, I picked up the phone, and the officer, the lot the phone call, the conversation I did, didn't remember because the whole time, took up the phone, and they're like, "Hi, they're not just so and so, can't be chief." And the whole time I'm just going, "Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just I'm just going on going to conversation." I don't really do that. When the coach got the phone, like, how you doing, sir? How you doing? That was just kind of, I was kind of in a different, I was I was in that room. I, I was just somewhere else, out, somewhere else. And I just couldn't, I was always trying to keep, keep my composure because I was just, in my mind, like, yeah, I finally did it. I finally did it. And I honestly, I was just trying to hold my foot together. And so when I finally got called on TV, that's when everything erupted. Everyone's cheering, going crazy. I'm there. To, it was just an amazing moment. I have to ask you, Derek, now you just shared your draft day story. That's awesome. Who inspired you to play football? And at what age did you realize you wanted to play in the NFL? When he said he was, uh, I was a little kid. Um, I don't remember what, uh, what age I was. But it all started me watching the Steelers game. And I should remember Troy, Troy Bottomall was just going balls to the wall. And I started with game they playing. And then at that moment, I was like, I want to play football. I don't, I don't know how to get there. And then down the road, when I got older, I just know my brothers, they're playing football for my high school, Ocean Lakes. And off there, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I just need to play on that team, start my brothers. And all, from back to that, it just, and there, it's just history. Going back to last July when you reported for the first training camp of your rookie career, what was the most challenging part of your transition to the NFL coming from Florida State? Uh, I would have to be um, probably the playbooks. Those are the lot I had to study in a short period of time. Um, that a lot of those the speed compared to how I was how I was in college. You know, and playing against and playing with seasoned veterans. So that one, that's nothing. The speed was a whole lot different. Everything has to be, everything has to be clicked as soon as you get on the field. You got to know your stuff immediately as fast as you can. Derek, Andy Reid is a very successful NFL head coach and has really developed a ton of respect from around the league. So with that, I ask you, what is it like to play for him, and what stands out about him as a coach? Uh, for him, uh, he really takes a lot. He takes really good care of his players. Um, he's a really standout guy. Honestly, he I, he has a lot of respect now, and a lot of people on the team's respect. Um, I mean, also, he's really a real chill person, honestly. Um, but one thing about him, he's really dedicated in his work. Uh, what I've noticed, he... He's literally at the facility day in, day out. For like maybe he's almost home for maybe maybe four hours. Other night he's at the facility just doing something to make his team better and his organization better. So he's really dedicated in what he does. Y'all opened up the 2018 regular season against the Chargers in Los Angeles, which was your first career regular season game. So what were your emotions like as you prepared for that game, and what do you remember about that matchup? 
against the Jaguars where you recorded three total tackles and a dominant 30 to 14 win over Jacksonville. What was your reaction when you found out that you were going to make that first start? Oh, my goodness, man. Like so uh that morning I go to Sodi, got some breakfast and then my coach texted me. I'm thinking me, I'm just you know, I don't know. I'm thinking, off rip, and when someone calls me, I'm thinking, oh, what did I do? Something happened. That must be, I must have did something wrong. Don't walk out there. Let us know what was going on. He was like, close the door, close the door. He was telling me, like, you've been doing pretty well this week in, week out, and we're still going to start this week. When initially he told me that, you know, I kept my composure. I was like, okay, uh, thank you. I felt like a little kid, so I, it was like I walked to like an area with doors around. I just let it off. I was just excited. I was like, let's go. Let's go. I was just in there. I had to walk west, like get all of us into it. It was just, oh, it was just, uh, it was, I couldn't believe it. I'm not quick, but it was just like when it happened, I couldn't believe it. That's an awesome story right there. I'm sure one that you will remember for the rest of your career, but. Let's talk about another big-time defense alignment there in Kansas City, Chris Jones. He compiled 15.5 sacks in the regular season. Can you talk about the influence he's had on your young career? Uh, Yes. Uh, Arthur, when I first got there, uh, he reached out to me, just pretty much saying, um, you really just, everything you do is how much, you really decide how well you want to succeed in the league. So even my phone number, if I want to start, I got to prove it to be that I'm a starter. And that was literally my mantra in training camp, even before I got there. All my, all my arms, I had worked like you were a starter then. And I just kept that mantra up every day, every single day, even through training camp. And it just made me that much better of a person. What is it like sharing a locker room with defensive veterans such as Justin Houston and Eric Berry? I know he didn't play that much this season, but how does their leadership positively affect the team? Uh, well, so with Eric Berry, for one, like I, with him, it just he brings a whole well, to him and Houston. They bring a different type of atmosphere when they're both on the field. Even when off the field, people like Eric Berry. He will take the time to one get to like introduce himself somewhat to new guys. So like when you, when you see him, he's new, he, you know he's doing something productive to better himself. Even the times where he wasn't playing, he was in the mirror room, so his notebook out, writing down notes, watching films, he's doing everything he actually possibly can just to make him that much better, as well as just. Being two players in the league for so long, they know they need to out for the game. 
thing every day. They come in trying to better themselves. Because in this league, boy, I've noticed nobody knows everything. So they try to get as much information they possibly can and spread it to their teammates as well as the young guys. Now, Derek, y'all clinched home field advantage for the playoffs. Can you talk about the atmosphere at Arrowhead and what makes it a special place to play in? Um, if you go to one era, in game era, baby, you cannot hear a single word. If someone's trying to talk to you, but they see you could not hear what they're saying. It is so loud and it's ridiculous. How did you take in your first experience in the NFL playoffs and how was it different, if at all, than preparing for a regular season game? Uh, well, with me, I always treat every game as the next game. So I just prepare as such. But there is more of a challenge, right? Because like, in the regular season, you lose, you have enough chance to redeem yourself by trying to win the next game. This game in the playoffs, so it's more serious. Like, you win the game, continue on. If you lose, season's over. So it just gives you much more of a challenge to really critique everything you can and and fix anything you can and just make sure you're that closer to excellence when it comes to your craft. But at the same time, I try to just try to prepare myself like in your game. So if you do it like that, pretty much. After defeating the Colts in the divisional round, your season came to an end, unfortunately, in the AFC Championship game against the Patriots. Although I'd imagine it's a tough pill to swallow, how can you all learn from that loss and use it as a building block for the future? I've learned that um, from even from my college player days. <clears throat> everything comes to about inches in everything you do. When it comes to ball threes, um, from defensive line, offensive line aspect, from DBs, every single aspect of the game, it always comes in inches. So one thing my coach from college always told me, it's always been about the other things. Focus on the other things, bigger things will come when they come. So you worry about the little things and fix the little things, everything will come out of your way. Now the Chiefs, they hired Steve Spagnolo as the new defensive coordinator who runs that 4-3 attacking scheme. How excited are you, Derek, to be playing under Spagnolo considering his caliber as a Super Bowl defensive coordinator? Um, I mean, I've met with him as well as Coach Daly. They're high-spirited guys, and they're ready to from they're ready to contribute to this team, man. For what I've seen, the records things they've done for certain players, and that I'm really excited to what they can do. I'm really excited to work with them and see what we can do for this team later on the road. Now, your quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, won the AP MVP award during NFL honors after a stellar season. Can you talk about the leader he is and how he's gotten the entire team to buy into his vision? Well, a player like Patrick Mahomes, I'm not surprised he got those accolades. Um, just for him, he really just he grinds out every day at practice. Like everything he does, he tries to just make stuff better. Even after a loss, he made sure, even after from every single loss we had, he always made sure that we stuck together and just trying to come out better in the next week. So with him and our side, I'm not really worried 
about I'm I'm not worried at all because I know with him uh, with him on the center we're gonna be fine. Like I just believe we all believe in him, we trust him, things he does, and he shows his work ethic. Now that you have your first season under your belt, how do you plan to improve your skill set for the 2019 season this off season? Um, shoot. I mean, well, it's kind of pretty simple for me, honestly. Mandible duties next year, you know, I'm working out at least, um, well, at least only just do something to make sure I'm active every day. Just make sure I don't lose any type of. Just don't lose any type of edge. I uh, stretch a lot. I'm trying to get back. When this weather starts getting a lot better, when I can actually leave my house, I'm going to go continue while you doing college, going doing yoga at least two, three times a week, at least three, three times a week. Um, the other night, you get at least eat right, make sure you're getting a lot of nutrients in your body, not eating a lot of junk food. It's probably when you boil it down to it, it's really kind of simple. But you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be dedicated to it and stay, stay locked in on it. Well, Derek, again, man, I appreciate you taking the time to join me for an interview today. I wish you the best as you prepare for a new season and uh, enjoy the rest of the afternoon. Thank you. All right, man. Take care and God bless. Uh, you too, sir. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.